All right, welcome to Strong Dads. Hey guys, before we get started today, I'm going to give you just a little bit of preview as to our interview today with Fred and Lorraine Venus. They are the owner of Quality Automart. And so we've had a bit of a relationship with Quality Automart as Mark and Nancy Repke. Uh, the founders of Quality Auto Marts have just been very strong individuals within our community for a long time. Recently, the uh, business of Quality Auto Mart was sold off or transferred basically to uh, Fred and Lorraine. And Fred is of the same quality of man that Mark Repke is. But here's the interesting thing. We all have a story. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about the story of Fred and how he he kind of came up through um, being a, a young man, not always making great decisions, getting himself into some pretty significant trouble and then having to find his way back. And part of that is recognizing the need to have Christ in his life. And so uh, you just have to listen to a story. I hope you uh, can get something out of it to realize that, you know, just because maybe you've made some mistakes in your life, it doesn't mean everything has to be uh, gloom and doom, everything's finished. No, in fact, it's really the opposite. Once you recognize where you're at and once you surrender, you can really see some amazing things that Christ can do in your life. So anyway, I hope you enjoy um, all of this show. I hope you enjoy. We had some good conversation with Lorraine being part of this because we got to talk a little bit about what it's like to work with your spouse in the same workplace, uh, of which Linda and I get to, to work with that as well. And so sometimes that throws some different challenges at us. So anyway, I hope you enjoy. Uh, let me know what you think. And without any more talk, here we go. Strong Dads wants to thank Quality Auto Mart and Service for being a proud sponsor of the Strong Dads podcast. Started in 1985 and going strong for all these years. Recently, Quality Auto Mart has transitioned from owners of Mark and Nancy Repke to longtime employee Fred and Lorraine Venus. For all your automotive needs and golf cart needs, check out Quality Auto Mart located across from Indian Lakes on Highway 46 outside of Batesville, Indiana. Strong Dad's doing real life. So I just came into Quality Auto Mart and owned by Fred, Fred Venus. Fred, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Merle. How are you? I'm good. So uh, let's go out and see your shop. Let's go see what you do. Sounds good. Come on. All right. So we do full automotive service and repair. Uh, the guys also work on some golf carts. We do sales and service of those as well. Uh, three bay shop. Got my master technician, John, over here in the first. He runs the first two bays. Hey, John. <laughs> Pete's on vacation this week, so no high from him. But uh, carts and stuff run in and out of this bay. We get a full line of them all the time. Um, guys. So you, you do both 
cars. So obviously you're a sponsor of ours. So we always talk about the cars, the automotive work that you do, but also the golf carts. Correct. We do. How long have you guys been doing golf carts and why did you get into golf carts? About 25 years we've been doing golf carts now. And if you look across the street, there's a 600 acre campground. Um, and a guy came over one day and said, can you fix it? And uh, it started way back then. And we fixed it and he told all his friends. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, where the entrance is down there. Okay. So you've been doing them ever since. Yep. They kind of took off and we was the only one around with that type of niche. Okay. So um, I know that you recently uh, acquired or purchased this business from Mark and Nancy Repke. Correct. Right. And so how did you get involved with Mark and Nancy? Oh boy. 20 years ago, uh, I hired on here with Mark. And um, him and I have been, he, I've known him mostly my whole life. Uh, okay. Mark's been a real strong feature in my life, that sort of thing. And I mean, that being said, we've been working the last five years of, of them wanting to retire and get out and me wanting to take over. And uh, it just, you know, he made it happen. Yeah, so, yeah. So he started things and you just continue to pick it up and keep it running. That's right. All right. So is there any kind of, I know when, when Mark first started, he did a lot of just muffler work. Yeah. Where is that now? So we still do. We have the benders for pipe and everything. We still do, uh, you know, custom exhaust work, uh, exhaust repair. But we all, we also upped our game to full automotive service, you know, along with it. Okay. So uh, we are still the only ones around that custom bend by hand, and uh, we just kind of we keep that, of course. Yeah. And we up, you know, we moved into full service too. All right. Well, this is pretty cool just to see the opportunity that you had, especially through a mentor like Mark who. Uh, brought you in and just gave you the opportunity to do something that you like to do and actually then build a business. Uh, let's go back and find out a little bit about your backstory uh, that got you involved with being a strong dad. Sounds good. Fred and Lorraine, how are you guys doing? Good, Mo. Good, good. So, uh, Fred, you and I just had a chance to walk out through your shop. Mm -hmm. And um, I know a little bit about your backstory just because of being associated with Mark and Nancy Repke. And uh, that's actually how we got started in um, our sponsorship with them right. several years back. And since then, though, you guys have taken over Quality Auto Mart, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, now, are Mark and Nancy around at all or... You kick them out. No, they, uh, <laughs> Mark stops in once in a while to say hi. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, keeps himself in the in the view. Yeah. Uh, I think he just, you can't let go of it, you know, like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's been his baby. Yeah. He kind of birthed this whole so thing. He likes, he likes to see it uh, taken off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a win-win for everybody then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, I reached out to you because we're doing Strong Dads Doing Real Life. Mm -hmm. And um, part of that is the idea of, uh, I think sometimes when we talk about our faith and we talk about being Christians, a lot of guys talk like, well, I, I'm not, I couldn't even walk in a church. A, a bolt of lightning would hit the church or me or <laughs> something's bad's going to happen. And, and, uh, you know, Kyle and I, in our work and in my work as a, as a counselor and a coach of men, all of us, all of us have got a past, all of us, been broken all of us have some kind of story and i think the more that we hide behind that we don't become who we could become yeah right right whether it's a level of embarrassment or uh, we're timid and so um you know coming out into the real world and actually meeting 
real men and families that are doing life is really what we want to do at Strong Dads, right? So I just appreciate that you opened your doors up to us coming in and talking and kind of getting a little bit of the backstory, okay? Great. So, um, so Fred, tell me a little bit about your, um, your dad's story. Like, I always ask, what's your dad's story? Meaning, how was your dad and you, how was that growing up? So all through my childhood years, um, my father was supportive of me as a person. Okay. Not, no question about that. My parents, my parents were very much, they backed me up. Um, they did not, however, back up my moving out. No. <laughs> they didn't so, throw you out. No, no they didn't throw me out. Okay. They, I, I chose to leave when I was not ready to leave, but I did it anyway, you know, and that was where there was a little bit of a grind there between us for a while. Um, and then through a series of bad decisions, uh, I found a way to lose my pride that I had that, that stopped me from, from going further and, uh, and, and found my way back to my family. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want the story about the jail uh, or not? Well, it doesn't matter really to me. to share. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming you got in some level of trouble or something. Yeah. Something when like I was that. in high school, um, just actually fresh out of high school, uh, <clears throat> I hurt myself at work. Okay. I worked, mm-hmm. I worked constantly. And uh, after hurting myself at work, uh, made pretty good money, you know, for, for where I was at and uh, decided that uh, we, I couldn't do my job. Doctors told me I had to, you know, I had to, what was it? My back was messed up. I couldn't go back to work for, you know, and do the job that I was supposed to do. And uh, turned out I ended up selling drugs, you mm-hmm. know, through just, just a decision that I knew people that, that used them and I knew where to get them from. And it was like, well, I could put these people together. And, yeah. you know, so I sold drugs to some people. Uh, I got caught and uh, I did some jail time. Um, and really where the pride comes in is all I had to do is ask my family for help instead of making dumb decisions like selling drugs. Yeah. Wow. You know, and uh, so so that's that's how I think, you know, that's how God beat that out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and those those decisions also turned us into to moving here. OK, you weren't okay. from around here at that time. My father worked at Batesville Casket for 25 years. I got you. Okay. And uh, we ended up moving up north uh, when they they shut down his department there. We moved up north to um, LaGrange, Indiana. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if you know where that's at or Mm -hmm. not, but uh, we moved up there. And that's where all this happened was up there. And I always liked it here. It was always a great place. You know, friendly people. Everything was great. Um, and we decided that, you know, we had kids. We decided that uh, we weren't going to raise our kids in an area where they're going to be known as the drug dealer's kids. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and, it, and it, it brought us, you know, we, it brought us down here. Yeah. So you guys were married when all that happened or you were together. Yes. When that happened. Okay. Yeah. So you said God basically beat it out of you. What was your, what was your faith uh, understanding or relationship back in those days? Was it uh did you come so, up with anything? Um, on my mother's side of the family, uh, my parents were divorced. Uh, and then, so on my mother's side of the family, unfortunately, it's, it's more common than not. Um, church was used as a babysitting service. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The bus came and picked us up in the city. We lived down in Evansville at that point in time. The bus came and picked us up and we went to church and they brought us back. Uh, after that, you know, when I moved in with my father, uh, that was my beginning of high school uh, was, was my freshman year of high school when I moved in with my father. And um, 
life changed at that point. You know, I was free to make decisions and I was open. <clears throat> I was able to openly ask about, you know, what's what's your thoughts on on God and religion and everything else. And uh, he actually I mean, he, he was a believer. My yeah. mother, my mother's a believer. Um, church going. Not really. Yeah. But, but absolutely, you know, Christian beliefs and believe that Jesus was there for us uh, and died for our sins. Um, it wasn't until after her and I got married that uh, actually it was before, it was before. that. Yeah. Till her and I got together, you know, that um, she she brought me more towards, you know, uh, church and following and things in, in, in that nature. Yeah. I mean, what kept you from uh, quitting, giving up on Fred? I grew up in a Christian area, Christian church, and that was just my base. I strayed myself, mm-hmm. but something just kept pulling me back and said, you know, this is where you need to be. And knowing his history and knowing what he was, was missing something. So yeah. let's go. Let's just put ourselves there. And before we got married, we were both baptized. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was just our, our beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Fred, you talked about the idea of God kind of beat it out of you, you know, and then you also earlier used the word pride. Mm-hmm. You know, I deal with pride all the time, both personally with myself, <laughs> as well as with the many men that I work with. Um, pride traps us into a real false belief, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You just like, I can do this or you can't tell me or I already know better. Mm-hmm. Right. So what was it like to have to humble yourself? Like, what was that process like that finally made you kind of drop to your knees and say, okay, I'm done with this. It was painful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it truly was. It was something that, uh, you know, I didn't even realize that it was an issue until mm. the issue had caused, you know, further problems. You know, it, 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 everything about the decisions that we made or that I made felt natural. You know, it was, mm. it was, and it was, it was so easy to overlook the simple fact that all I had to say was help mm. and, and, and pride, the pride that I had in, in who I was and what I had become was, was so debilitating. It just, I wasn't even able to make proper decisions because I was so full of it. Yeah. Doreen, did you see that in him or were you kind of just in the middle of it with him? I don't know that I saw it right away just because you're that close to it. Yeah. You're you're living your life side by side. Um, when things got a little changed, yeah, kind of open your eyes a little bit, but that's still not like, it's hard to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to change. Mm-hmm. So no, I didn't see it right away. Yeah. But we use phrases like, He's stubborn or he's bullheaded, right? That just doesn't leave. Those can be great traits when it's talking about perseverance, right? And driving mm-hmm. through a tough situation. But it also can be just as much of a curse when it's, it's got you stuck mm-hmm. on the idea of just admitting your rights and your wrongs, mm-hmm. right? So um, you finally kind of get kicked and fall to the ground. Um how does that change your operation of day-to-day work at that point? You know, like what becomes different? What, what have I noticed different in you? I'll say, I'll just say pre-Jesus, post-Jesus, even though you may have already had Jesus in there. But what, what, what was different? My, well, I mean, there's a lot of difference there. Um, 
we worked in trailer factories, okay, mobile homes, things mm-hmm. like that up northern Indiana. Uh, I honestly believe that all of this was part of a, of a plan that, you know, they, that God put together for us. Yeah. Okay, we wouldn't be here. We would not be here. We would be up there, you know, still working in trailer factories and pushing ourselves and not having any involvement with our community. Mm. Um, you know, my, my backstory absolutely helped me get more in tune with what was going on around me and how to help people. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and it, it worked, it, it did a lot for my kids, you know, to be able to pass on information with, with the background of actually knowing what I'm talking about, you yeah. know, to helping to teach them things further than, than just going, well, you shouldn't do that. You know, yeah. it's, well, you, this is why you don't do that now, mm-hmm. you know, because, and I actually know what I'm talking about. There's things along that, you know, that helped, yeah. uh, without, without any of this happening or without God being part of it. Uh, we wouldn't be owning this company right now. We wouldn't be, you know, standing behind, you know, strong dads or anything else. We would be different people. Yeah. Yeah. How has it played a part in um, how you treat a customer and how you decide what business decisions you guys are going to go after? How, where does, where does God color that for you? Well, I think it made it pretty simple that everybody has a story, Mm. you know, and uh, so there's, there's no, there's no judgment involved anywhere with, you know, somebody walks in the door and, and needs help, a customer, uh, anybody, you know, yeah. they're, they're all, they're all on the same playing field at that point in time. Yeah. You know, I think it's kind of interesting. Like when I work with a lot of guys, some guys, you kind of have to get a kick in the butt to get them to get moving. Mm-hmm. But I find it just as dangerous to have my guys that I work with that are highly motivated and maybe smart or gifted in a certain area. And, they kind of think they do know it all. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so I have a feeling you were always driven. You were always a guy who figured stuff out pretty quickly, whether it was mechanical stuff or that kind of thing. I agree with that. Yeah. And so it, how does you thinking, you know, how to do things, how does that get in the way of you being able to be humbled? It took a long time for me to figure out how to, um, how's it go? Be quick to listen. Mm. That took a while to talk and slow to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That's the rest of it. Yeah. It, it it took, uh, it took a lot to figure that one out. Yeah. And you know, to, to not always be the fixer right up front to, uh, not have the answer every time to make sure you've got the right answer when you give it. Yeah. Well, I find it interesting because then, you know, then you come under kind of the wing of Mark Repke Mm -hmm. and, so at some point you had to become coachable. Yeah. I hope that's what, it, yeah, right? I mean, so, that's what I think he saw, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So at some point he had to see something in you that said, Hey, he's got ears. Mm-hmm. He's, he's willing to listen here. All right. So, um, let me ask, you know, for you guys, what is, what is your dream now with quality Automart, and what does your faith have to do with that dream and just play out the next whatever, three, five, 10 years. Oh boy. Let's see. Three to five. Um, I mean, owning this company has, has been a large undertaking. You know, we've got a lot going on here, her and I, um, I want to say the word perfecting it, but if you ever think you got a perfect, you're never growing. So right. we want to keep growing it instead mm-hmm. of perfecting it. Um, and the end goal is to find another me, you know, somebody mm-hmm. who wants it, somebody that I can train to become, 
you know, the, the new owner of this company and, and hopefully, you know, take over where when, when I step out, like Mark did for me. Yeah. You know, Mark and Nancy were great leaders uh, was and, and taught us a lot about, you know, how to interact with people and what this business can do and, and how to make it more. So that, you know, they didn't, they didn't leave and go, good luck. You know, they, yeah. they left and said, if you ever need anything here, you know, we're still here. Yeah. And, uh, and that's for sure. Yeah. They absolutely are. So, um, moving forward from that 10 years, like I said, maybe somebody to take over, I, I'm probably 20 years would be that idea, you yeah. know, <laughs> but, yeah. but that's the goal, you know, to, to pass it on to someone else who can, you know, make it run just like we are. Yeah. Do you have any kids interested? I don't mm, think so. I don't at know. At that point, maybe yeah. grandkids. Maybe later, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they, grandkids at that point. Yeah. Too, so. Our yeah. kids are, um, our youngest, the twins are 23. So okay. yeah, they're, Those they're already in their career path. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Um, any advice that you guys would share uh, to a dad, to a couple uh, that maybe, maybe are your age or a little younger or whatever that have, just uh, maybe struggle with some pride or what decision to make next in their life uh, to make a better path. Would, any ideas or advice that you guys would give? I think I would tell them to sit down and talk and look at the bigger picture in life. Don't look at here and now, look at what you're going to do later. It took us a long time to change the path we were on. And and it wasn't easy. And like you said, we moved, moving for a different area, a new start, um, growing. Yeah. Don't just look at the here and now. Look at later. Yeah, yeah. Fred, how about you? With any of the young, the young bucks out there that might think they've got it all together and they know, what what would your uh, words to that man be? Find a confidant. Find somebody that you can see yourself being later on in life that you look, would look up to that, um, you know, has all of the things that, that, that make you feel happy, you know, that, uh, that's got a good relationship with God, that's got a good relationship with himself. And, and talk with that person, you know, begin to move into the direction of seeing where you want to be, not where you feel like you're stuck at. Yeah, good, good. So I'm going to go down one other direction that I might not go down a lot of times when I'm doing just a man-to-man interview. But Lorraine, since you're here, so Linda and I started Rock Solid Families back in 2018. And we had been counselors all up until then in some form or another. So it's not like we didn't know um, how to do that part. But when we started our business together, our ministry, our marriage got hit from a whole different angle. Hmm. Um, not always bad, but just different tensions, different. And we go to work at the exact same place every day, just like you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh, we, we have to talk about the same bills and the same expectations and how work's getting covered or not getting covered. Um, and sometimes weighing in on each other's work. And all those brought some tensions that we didn't have. And uh, there for a while, we were like, is this going to, is this going to be a good thing or not? You know, <laughs> like how is working together as a couple um, to run quality auto heart? I have to say it's completely different from what I've done before working with him. We've worked together before, mm-hmm. but we've worked in 
opposite ends of buildings. Okay. So you drive in, you may have lunch, you drive out. Other than that, there was no interaction really. Um, here, I sit right next to him. I mean, I could punch him <laughs> if I need to. But yes, there's ups and downs. We've learned um, how to have certain conversations and kind of when to have those conversations. And yes, is it still in the works? Absolutely. It's yeah. not perfect mm -hmm. and it may never be. But we're working on making those changes and making it work. Yeah. Yeah. Brad, how about you? Uh, Don't say the wrong thing. She's, she's <laughs> one shot. There really isn't a wrong thing if it's honest. So, And the honest part of it is we've worked really, really hard at keeping business business and home home. Okay. Yeah. Now, do they overlap? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's what I think she's talking about with the, you know, learning to talk about business. We got to open the business the business door first go yes. okay let's talk a little about work you know and so we keep some of the emotion that you know would try not to make it personal is what yeah what we do when we come to that good point and yeah that's one of the things that Linda and i have had to do we've had to learn to say hey uh let's put some boundaries tonight mm -hmm. we're going out no talking about work right no talking about work let's just talk about whatever else but work you know mm -hmm. so those kind of things have, have helped keep us keeping us from stepping on landmines when we really just don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. so. Well, guys, do you have any last thing that you'd like to say? I, I appreciate just you giving me the time here today. It's really been great. I don't know what I would say last. I mean, it's, I think what you're doing is fantastic. So keep it up. Thank you. Um, but I mean, I'm not really, I don't have any last words of wisdom. All right. <laughs> well, again, I just want to thank you guys. If uh, you need any auto work or golf cart work, uh, check out Quality Auto Mart is located on Route 46 outside of Batesville, Indiana. You guys have a web page or a phone number or anything you want to give? QualityAutomartInService.com, uh, GolfCartDude.com, or you can give us a call at 812-934-2301. You said GolfCartDude.com? That's right. Yep. Right. Yep. That's and right. They're, they're both out on Facebook, too. Okay. And both Instagram. On Facebook. All right. So, guys, for any of those kind of needs... Uh, come check these guys out. Also, you know, the idea of uh, let's support um, other folks that are, are really trying to do it God's way and inviting God into the business. So let's support uh, Quality Automark and other companies that are doing the same kinds of things. So, guys, I want to thank you very much. Thanks for your time. And uh, thank you. we will keep it rolling with Quality Automark and Strong Dance. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Marl. Great.